the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, sir. Grab that mic. We're going to help you out here. 308-8867 is our number. This gentleman came up and he's got a, he's got leaves. He's got pictures. He's shown them to Jerry. Do you want to ignore him or can we talk ignore to him? him. We, we, uh, we don't want to. Oh dear. All right. Well, ask us the question anyway. What you got? Welcome yes. to the show. Talk right in the mic so we can hear you. Yeah, we bought a broadleaf uh, evergreen. We bought four of them about three weeks ago, planted them. Cherry laurel. Cherry laurel, yeah. This is broadleaf on the bottom. There Sorry. You go. I'm a plant expert. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, uh, one of them is like this, uh, where a lot of the leaves are now starting to, half of them are turning brown. Uh, two of them are really green. And another one is just starting to turn uh, the leaves are just starting to turn brown, so they've all been watered the same. I don't know what's going on. Tell me how, how you've been watered. Uh, twice a week twice. for about three to five minutes. And then it did rain in between one of the, water, the last watering. At the, where, where are you watering? Is it with a sprinkler or at the base? or how? At the base. With the hose? Yes. Good. Uh, it's, it's a root problem. I think the plant's just getting established. Okay. And uh, because the leaves you brought in have marginal burn, in other words, it's burned from the out margins outside right. inward, and that's always a sign of, of a root damage. Uh, uh, since it's freshly established, uh, it, it sounds like you're watering enough, and I don't think you can water too much. Well, it's not the water isn't sitting there, is it? Uh, we've built a, like a little area around it, so but it soaks right in. No, does it move move through? In. Yeah. Are, that, you, are you out here in this rocky area? Yes. Okay. I don't think he's overwatering. I think he's just getting established. Okay. So there's nothing nothing to worry about. Okay, great. All right, thanks. I, w- I would tell you something, but I wouldn't do any good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Because this is going to clear up pretty soon. Okay. Cher- Thank you for calling. Cherry, cherry laurel is not the easiest to grow here, though, in our yeah. soil. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they were really good in the sun. Well, they're at... Because they're, they're going to be get they get the afternoon sun. If, afternoon if sun? They, if, if, they continue, if they continue to decline, replace them with... Uh, Dwarf Yopon Holly, or a Holly, okay. H-O-L-L-Y. Okay, got it. Yeah, if you had your choice. How many you got? Four. Four. If you had your choice, you'd get morning sun instead of afternoon sun, and they would be 
in a um, more acidic soil. So that's okay. that's why when you when you see a symptom like that on a plant like that, yeah, the key question is how long have they been in place and uh, you know if the water is draining or if they're getting enough water because they're going to be sensitive. All right. Good but, luck. But that that's a that's a problem that's going to occur later. Uh, the problem you're seeing now is a, is immediately caused by a root problem. Okay. We'd be sure to water at the base of the plant, okay? Because okay. you're basically watering that uh, container that you planted. It doesn't have any root system out into the into the soil. Okay, we'll do. Okay, good Thank luck you. to you. Cool. Thank you. Bye bye. Great job. Thanks you for coming. Good up. job. All right, 308-8867 is our number, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, you can give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867. There we go. Calvin's a little hot there. All right, uh, well, it's another pretty day here at the nursery. because i got a sweatshirt on. Yeah, I know. You're a little hot, a little uncomfortable. Um, the nursery's full of people. It's a beautiful day in the nursery. It Gosh, truly is. The nursery's packed full of Plants. Uh oh. Trace has brought the plant of the weekend up. Hang on, let me get the microphone for him. Uh-oh. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Well, we didn't put it there, then they couldn't see it. Okay, no, that's all right. That that's bottle all right. Brush? Now they can't see it's you. A bottle brush. Yeah. It's purple. That's pretty. Okay. All right. So what you got there, Trace? Tell oh, us. I didn't going. know if we were on or not. You're on. Uh, You're on. Okay. Here. So this is a new bottle brush called Pop Neon. It's bottle, bottle Pop Neon, actually. So it doesn't get quite as big. We're talking a five to six foot tall. But instead of that red bloom, it's a it's like a neon purple, neon pink kind of color. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. They, uh, I've got about 20 of them. They run 39.99 in a five-gallon can. So this is like an in-between, a little dwarf uh, bottle brush, and one of the big ones. Very Just pretty flower. Somewhere in that five to six-foot range. Frilly, but a pretty color on the flowers. Unusual color. Yeah. That's you say it five to six feet. That's what they say. Okay. This is another you know why one. Why call it bottle brush, Milton? Because the flowers look like a bottle. Brush. Bottle brush. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, nothing gets past me. I got a picture of a bottle brush tree with a bottle brush in the picture. So how many? To the bloom. So how much are they? Because those are unique. Thirty-nine ninety-nine, and there's about twenty. All right. I start. I started this morning with about forty. Oh wow! wow. So people like them. It's it's I don't very unusual them. color. Yeah. So all right. That's one of the, the good nectar producing plants. So I don't know if he's selling out. He may not allow us to do this, but. You can come get them right now, or they can call the nursery at 497-3760 and say, I want two of them. Put them aside for me. I'll be there in, on Monday. You bet. Okay. Hey, and remind us, Trace, what other uh, uh, good uh, nectar-producing plants for butterflies you got now you have. You still have the tropical uh, the milkweed. Milkweed. I should have some uh, Greg's Mist Flower. Um, Porterweed. Adgeratum. Porterweed. Well, it's not a, a commonly known plant for, yeah, for that, good. but it's, it's definitely a great butterfly. Yeah, it looks, a lot, it looks a lot like a mist uh, flower. We've got those in four-inch pots, and they're relatively inexpensive. They're like a buck twenty-nine a piece. How about, uh, port- Jerry asked about the porterweed. There's a, I think there's still a little bit of porterweed. The red? I can see it. Yeah, there's about 15 out there. Okay. That's a, that, that's a good one. Um, some of the new shrimp plants, I think, would be really good. That, that yellow one's got 
a fuzzy kind of flower on it. I think that they might go to that one. But of course, the zinnias. Zinnias, and they're uh -huh. on sale. Yeah, how many you got? You got at least three different kinds of zinnias, right? Ah, uh, there's more than that. Um, Linaria, we started this morning. We had Dreamland. We had one called Short Stuff. Uh, we had some Linearis, and we had one other flavor. Um, different colors in all of them. Yeah, Perfusion. You got Perfusion here. Yeah, and Perfusion has some new colors, uh, according to Petersons. I think they told me the red was uh, there was a new red version. And uh, the uh, zinnias are great because, of, for a number of reasons, they're, of course, really showy in the landscape, and they'll bloom in full sun. And uh, butterflies love them. I think they're and next to mist flower. Uh, for those of you who uh, want to see it in action, we do have a butterfly accredited butterfly garden. Mm -hmm. uh, we also carry lists of a lot of the, the stuff that attracts butterflies that you can get up at the register and. Uh, some most of it we have now. There'll be a few things that come and go out of there, but uh, there's a huge list, and there's a lot of crossover plants that uh, that do both butterflies and hummingbirds, mm -hmm. like lantana. Yeah. Hey, uh, tell people what it means to be accredited, uh, to have an accredited butterfly garden. Well, we had to have a certain number of nectar plants and a certain number of plants that uh, that they colonize for the Cat caterpillars. And in a, in a nice situation. In, uh, the cool, cool thing is this is not a huge garden, but it shows you the diversity of plants that, that you can use in your own landscape. And uh, they've got small numbers of all kinds of plants, and you can just increase those numbers, uh, the plants you like. Yeah. And you, and you uh, don't, it doesn't cost you anything in terms of the butterflies. In fact, the more of those plants you've got, the diversity and the numbers, uh, the more butterflies that you're going to get. And it's great. I mean, it, it adds a lot to landscape when you got those butterflies everywhere. Lantanas. Yeah. They're on sale. They are on sale. That's Where one of the reasons I brought it up. I kind of I being, count on you. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, okay, 308-8867 is our number. And are we going to talk about the uh, tomato of the weekend, weekend, weekend? No. Okay. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I appreciate you getting those in. Tasty Lee is here. The, what, the, the tomato that's supposed to taste better, according to the people in Florida. Uh, Heat-setting tomato, uh, small tomato plant, so if you got a, if you got a, you want to grow it on a patio or whatever. And uh, we'll talk about it more later, but uh, we've got very few plant, very limited number of plants. I hope I write about it I next week. I hope there's still plants next uh, week on Saturday. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, I, a lot a lot of the gardeners that listen to our program have already planted. In fact, Calvin got. Plant, uh, fruit setting on his tomatoes, and a lot of people have too. But uh, the reason we're promoting this particular tomato is to see. I want it to be grown uh, next to uh, uh, HM, HM uh, 1823. 1823. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Uh, because it it was claim they claimed that it had better taste too. Huh. 
Now, yeah. in the in the write-up, are good taste. So I want I I'd like, appreciate if our all of our tomato growers come by and get one or two. I've got these tomatoes are in four-inch pots. They look you, good. So yeah, they look per, they're perfect. I love those four-inch pots. So they're just to me that's perfect. You get the number you want. Yeah. And there's enough root system in there that you've got some flexibility. You don't right. have to, don't have to water them three times a day. They're easy to establish. Yeah. Uh, well, I you you want to see the comparison between Casey Lee and HM 1823, and I always add the BHN 968 there because I think that's the tastiest tomato. Well, it's a cherry tomato. Well, but a lot of cherry tomatoes good. taste like. <laughs> you can yeah. slice it up and put it on a BLT, <laughs> yeah. but you can do a nice thing. Yeah. This, this is a meat. The whole thing in. Yeah, you're right. Like, Just stuff it. You don't have to, don't have to worry about our, squishing. Some of our all in your mouth. <laughs> Some of our listeners, well, a lot of our listeners, swear by celebrity. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah celebrity we want to is, to is, is their their favorite tasting tomato too. So here's I'll, an opportunity. I just, I just want to see if any of them come in for the top tomato contest. Yeah, well, we're, we, we then I get to actually we'll, we'll be pressing mm-hmm. Tasty Lee on mm. that. Yeah, but uh, oh, I wouldn't be surprised because of the. Do we have a date picked yet? It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay, I'll look it's, for it. It's already set up. <laughs> All right, look at it. He's probably he's probably just. Maneuvering the date so that his favorite tomato grows. <laughs> Trace well, wouldn't do. I'm that. a non-partial. Yeah, I, I I eat all tomatoes equally. That's right. Well, but it does make a which we learned early in this tomato tasting situation. It really makes a difference at what stage the tomatoes are in. You know how long they've been on vine yeah, and everything. Yeah. So you can you can change the whole results by Two weeks or ten days, just by the results of uh, you know yeah. tomato, uh, they, get some cool weather or whatever. They came up with this tasty leaf that's supposed to taste better uh, in Florida, but then they also changed the production schedule for the commercial producers, where they actually let them vine ripen. They're they're firm enough that they can vine ripen. Wow. And so that really takes the, you know, the, usually they, they pick them green or green wrap, what we call green wrap, that are going to ripen, and then they gas them. And it's, and it's not true that they, when they pick them, they throw them to the basket. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're hard enough to throw in the basket. Yeah, well, the, you know, a lot of the old varieties yeah. seem like they were. But anyway, this uh, in Florida, they compared it. They said, well, it, it's a lot, this tasty leaf. Uh, is a lot is a lot better in the market on the market than than the old the other tomatoes are. Well, that's because they ripen them more on the vine and not artificially. Yeah, but in their claims, they they're pitching the fact that, and of course, I don't know what the best blend of acid and sugar is. Yeah, but, yeah. But they're pitching that this Tasty Lee has the best b- blend of of uh, yeah. sugar and yeah. are, are, are there Aggies in Florida? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. every now and then we send that's one over. That's there. why there's controversy. <laughs> hey, well, uh, well, we the the flaw in that acid sugar ratio is that different different people like different acid sugar ratios. So uh, that's why I'm anxious to try some of these vine ripe and tasty leaves next to. Something like Celebrity or well, Calvin brought, HM, a, bought a bunch of them. So we'll have to. 
Hey, Trace, uh, what's on the calendar for next weekend? Anything we got going on that's exciting? Listen, he he, he, he lets us talk about onions for hours and hours. What's that? We do have the Fiesta event coming up. That's pretty soon, and we are... We have our uh, first year's Fiesta edition Millburger pins out. Yep, the Fiesta medals of Millburgers are on sale here for $7, and those proceeds benefit the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So that's kind of cool, and I've, yeah, got, it's I've right. got mine on. Yeah, hey, it's pretty. There you go. Next year's going to have us on it. Upcoming so, events. So our, you went to MillburgerNursery.com. Well, that's not here. That's yeah. not here. Well, Everybody we, must have a medal because I've been getting one. these emails. Our medal is... Is uh, okay. competing for the top, the top yeah, okay. Fiesta medal. Please vote for us as the yeah. top Fiesta medal. Yeah, we got to. Well, we we should win hands down. Yeah, we got to get our our guys voting on that. All right, anything else you can think of? Uh, no, that's uh, cool. We do have the Valero Open coming. That's yeah, y'all are part of that. An interesting thing. So if you if you're out there, uh, a lot of those plants uh, got are going to be taken out there specifically yeah. for uh, making it look a little better. Yeah, Millburgers is a big part of making the, uh, the Valero Texas Open look great. So uh, as you walk around, you'll see stuff. You'll know Millburgers has, has been a big part of that. Well, we, we mentioned the zinnias. My article is, uh, t- talks a lot about zinnias today in the you Express. got a pretty news. picture with it, too. Right. Also, we mentioned the Coravinca, and there's a good, pretty good selection of Coravinca. Here's another we one. Now we'll have a bunch next week. And uh, begonias, you got enough begonias there to plant the entire city. And they're on sale. I, I just hope it lasts through Monday. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's great. You got whoppers in there, too? Uh, I've got whoppers, yes. Are they in there? No. No. Oh, but whoppers are for sale, not on sale. Okay, there's some place. Several colors of whoppers? I, I think we're down to uh, dark leaf red again. Okay. So we'll try to fix that this next week. Well, right. yeah, keep you. He's talking about next week. So if you want to take advantage of that whopper and get some different colors, kind of keep it, keep track, and come down and, and get them because they are really popular. They're a great plant. Our number three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to talk to San Antonio's most listened to realtor, who's called us with a question. John Thurman of Heart of Texas Realty, who has a show on at ten o'clock. On the answer. Hey, John, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I got a question here for the three of you, esteemed gentlemen. One is, is oh, that we've got a got some sick red tips. They came out really, really fantastic, and now one of them looks like it's just dying right in the middle of the the clump of red tips. Is there anything that can be done to save that? How old are they, John? Oh, they're probably play? ten years old. Ten years old. Well, they're notorious, you know, for. Uh, First, a little iron shortage, and then they they get a fungal leaf spot, and uh, then they generally decline. And 10 years is a relatively good life for them. Um, if it's actually dying, that may be cotton root rot or some type of root rot. If it's, well, it's up dying, up. yeah, they're they're about 10 feet tall, and they're uh, it's a hedge between us and a neighbor, and and it's dying up in the upper part of it. Leaf, so, yeah, just a leaf drop. Now, leaf rot is. Uh, well, can so I just... it's it's that. I guess it's entomosporum, uh, leaf leaf spot, and uh, that's why Jerry and I hesitate to recommend them because there's some that really do great 
in the in the city, but there's a lot of them. And then after seven, eight, ten years, they they get this leaf spot, and it's almost impossible to treat. The way they try to treat it is they uh, try to they use mulch over the root system. They try to do some acidification, a little sulfur to the soil, and you there are fungicides labeled, but in my experience, they don't really don't work. Uh, so I think the best you can do is uh, pull those leaves off and rake, rake up the one on the the one that's dying, and uh, put some put make sure there's mulch, and then uh, kind of let it run. Of course, quite often they'll they'll refoliate, uh, and then sometimes they don't. You have to. You can you, can, you, can I, I just cut that out and let it grow back? Um. You mean take that that one out and let it? Oh, take the take the limbs out that are bad and let it grow back in. Oh. Well, I don't think it'll grow back in. Yeah, that's the problem. It's that that fungal disease is. You is may embedded. you may eventually have to remove all those, John. Oh, and okay. When you, and when you do, replace them with any type, any holly, any type of holly. H o l l y. I got it. Okay, the other question is is that uh, we got a little dollar weed in our yard, but in the years past it always seemed to just burn up. And so uh, we've got some Scott's uh, fertilizer we want to put down, but the guy says oh, it's real important as to how you water it in. So can you give us some instructions on what we what we put down and how we water it in and all that good stuff? It's, what are you fertilizing? Dollar weed? Yes. He, he, well, no, I got some, but the guy, you know, that I bought the fertilizer for said, I don't need to worry about it. It'll burn up anyway. Right, when the temperature gets hotter. Yeah. Okay, That's what so, he's talking about, burn so up. What do you recommend for, for St. Augustine right now? Uh, you if, mean it, fertilizer? Yeah. Has it, been, has it been growing? Yeah, it's growing just fine. Because we, we always recommend that you wait on the fertilization until you... You've mowed real San Augustine twice, not just the the weeds, uh, the winter weeds. The winter weeds look look really great, but they uh, if you fertilize too early, you you're benefiting the weeds rather than the grass. But uh, so that that might be as late as May first, but a lot of places it's could be any time now to fertilize. And yeah, uh, I think we can fertilize earlier now. Yeah. And sure. I don't know that. Is there any special? Yes, they're scheduled for scheduled for rain Monday and Tuesday. So you, that's that's one one way you could get it watered in, or you can just run your sprinkler after you fertilize it. Yeah, fertilize it this maybe this weekend, and if it doesn't rain Monday or Tuesday, if you don't get at least an inch of rain. Uh, watered in with your sprinkler. Okay, but it's okay to let it sit on there for a little while before I water oh, it in, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's a slow-release uh, okay. lawn fertilizer. So it's, All right. Uh, well, I think that's got, that's got me covered, so make uh, Milton behave himself there and everybody be So, fine. John, I've, I've uh, listened to your show a number of times, the Movers and Shakers on at 10 o'clock, and so we'll ask you a couple questions. John, talk to, talk to us a little about your childhood. You grew up here in San Antonio. Uh, 
Oh, man, I, you, you, you guys want to, be, want to be really, really bored. Well, I grew up on the south side of San Antonio. I'm like, like that guy that has John Wayne's uh, plumbing company out there. I grew up at Harlandale Indians. And so uh, oh, wow. I to San Antonio College and then on up to the University of Texas. I might add it, the University of Texas. And, Thank you. Uh, and then what else? Uh, I mean, golly, I, I kind of grew up on a little bit of a boring life. Um, All right. So well, I, then you, I, you, you started, would not make a good guest on your own show then. No. So you, I started interviewing these movers and shakers out there so that I could be around movers and shakers and I could see what <laughs> they look like. And it's interesting. They do look pretty good folks. I mean, no, the only you? and I have only interviewed about 400 of San Antonio's finest on the Movers and Shakers show. So, who is your I guest today? I you put in that plug. And then, of course, let's don't forget old Spider-Man Best Control, Warren Remy. Uh, we wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for Warren, and he does about the best job on the face of the earth for for pest control. I'm, su- so. I'm sure that uh, one of the first people of that 400 was Milton. Milton Glick, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I wasn't moving and shaking that. I was just well, shaking. He, I wasn't yeah. moving a lot. So someday soon I'll be on John's show. I've been doing him. Uh, he's been my salesman for over 10 years, and I've been running on the show for 10 years, and uh, I could not have done it without Milton. So those anybody that's thinking about advertising, need to sit down with Milton and work out a plan. Okay. Okay. One of the things that people don't know about radio is it. It takes a little bit of while, but once it once it catches on, it catches on. So don't look for plans, yeah. don't look for immediate results, but look for long term results. So, and the feeling is mutual, John. So if you're looking for a realtor, you can go talk to John at Heart of Texas Realty, and your website, John. This this was Heart a of this, Texas this unpaid endorsement. Oh, my goodness, what a incredible commercial! The Millburger folks are going to love me, but uh, thank you, uh, my well, then, okay. uh, Charles here at Millburgers has been working with us 20 years. And he says he's still waiting for yeah, that, uh, that the response that, to occur. I don't know. I think the response may be here today. <laughs> Thanks, John. You take care. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, we started the show off great. We need you to call in and be a part of it. Tell us what's going on, 308-8867. More in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the 4-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade. You have to brighten up sun. Begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $4.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display just $14.88. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Hugh Hewitt explains why some don't want to defeat ISIS. The Obama people in exile are now saying, uh, we don't want to win the war. <laughs> 
comes down to that. Don't win the war. You're, I'm afraid they're going to win the war. Imagine what happens when we win the war. And ISIS is destroyed on Trump's watch, and President Obama couldn't do it. He called them the JVs, and they took over a country, and that's what it's going to look like on Team Obama, the red line people. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m., the answer. DeWitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. DeWitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmentally safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punch material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry. Sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve of this message. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our number is 308-8867. 308-8867. And I finally have found a burnt orange flower. Look go. at that. That is burnt orange. That's not even Tennessee Volunteers. Oh, yeah. orange. That is. That's a burnt orange. What is that plant, Milton? Uh. Celosia. Celosia. Well, he told me before. I just couldn't remember. Before he could. He was going to get it. So. Okay. I want to remind everybody. uh, Let's see. First of all, it's twelve thirty, and the Water Saver Landscape Tour is going on today, and it goes on till three o'clock. In case you've forgotten. Uh, So if you want to go by and see some of these uh, well uh, landscaped. Uh, houses, they're mainly out uh, in uh, in west northwest 
uh, San Antonio, right around Fair Oaks and out in that area. And if you want, if you want to get addresses of some of the houses that are on display, or some of the landscapes that are on display, and uh, and get a sneak peek at some of the uh, landscapes, go to uh, get on the internet and go to watersaverlandscapetour.org. Oh, that's one word, of course. Water saver landscapetour.org and you'll find a map there to, to and you can see different pictures of of the of the different houses and then you'll find a map to the to the house and it's so a, you got to three o'clock to that's a free it's free and there'll be uh docents uh gardening volunteers there right. at the sites uh, to give you a plant list and answer any questions you may have about those landscapes and they're landscapes that are dealing with slopes and dealing with rocky soil. Oh, yeah, out of Fire Oaks. Yeah, and so uh, they're really a, a pretty, a really interesting mix of uh, landscapes. So pick pick the ones that you, uh, the priorities, hit those first, and then if you got time, get the other ones. And this is by Garden Volunteers of South Texas and Saws. This is sponsored by them. And so uh, it's it's well worth uh, seeing these nice landscapes. I I, I, I won't name, I won't try to name who all done them. Uh, I don't know who did the landscape, or uh, maybe the homeowners did their own. At least yeah, at least one I visited, own. the homeowner did their own, and they're interesting. Uh, the Kay Milan, the one that I visited, she's a master naturalist, and her philosophies on wildlife are really interesting. Yeah. She lets the deer wander through, but she's got a wonderful landscape, lots of plants, lots of blooming area. So you can uh, you can do a lot if you're uh, you think about it and experiment a little bit. Wonder if she's got a deer-proof list that she. Yeah, it's constantly changing. And, oh, is it? Yeah, and I, you know, she's got a really nice mix of uh, butterfly plants. Nice, but I, I looked around and I said, uh, where's the mist flower? She says, the mist flower is one of those plants that would not be on a deer-proof list. That the deer, oh, oh. deer come in and they just whew, eat it down. Eat it down. I know, I know they'd stomp it down, you know, if, if they got in and she's, amongst it. And she kind of... She has this big, attractive uh, patio, and she has these neat hanging baskets, great big ones that are uh, kind of at an angle, and, and so they're really attractive. But that's where she puts the plants that she likes that she doesn't want the deer <laughs> messing with. Uh, so they can get on her up on their back feet. Well, uh, yeah, and that was that's what, and that's what I said, or and uh, there were some other people there that have deer, and. Uh, and she's and they said we said well do they ever get up there and she says usually not but, <laughs> but sometimes they're up there she says she's had a, she's had the experience where she sat sat in the living room and looked out there and there's the deer looking in her uh, oh patio just like all anybody else that's got deer in their yeah. neighborhood and speaking of deer in the neighborhood they've got vinkas out here now uh, periwinkle. You know, in in some areas, the uh, 
deer do not eat the zincas. I mean the uh, zinnias. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But they're a little... Well, they got uh, a rough leaf on them. Yeah. Now, is that all zinnias or just the, the little native? The well, little they... Original. Uh, I, I tried it with the uh, fancier zinnias, the tall ones. The one thing is that they got kind of stiff stems, so when they're... If you're... You put the zinnias in a pathway. Yeah. They get stopped. They knock them down. down. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas vinca, they don't seem to be as. Vinca must have more flexible stems or something. They don't seem to get stomped. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's again, that's another thing you can experiment with. But anyway, if you want to catch up on that tour, you need to get get moving and. Uh, uh, but today only, between nine and three, and like I said. Uh, to see the houses and their location, go to watersaverlandscapetour.org. Thought I would mention that before three o'clock or before two o'clock. Uh, like I said, we're we're interested in uh, people trying that uh, the new tomato, Tasty Lee called Tasty Lee tomato. So and you get your I see you get your choice of spelling. Tasty with a Y or tasty with an I? It's with an I. Original, the original trademark is. It is tasty, T-A-S-T-Y, but uh, the true name is taste T-A-S-T-I, dash L-E-E, and I think that Lee is the uh, experiment station there in Florida. They were developed at. So. Uh, and it's a medium-sized tomato. So, and you 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 mentioned one, one thing that a lot of folks are looking for. Uh, if you're trying to grow tomatoes in a container, right? This might be a good one to try. Oh yeah, this would be a great one to try. And we've only got uh, once these tomatoes, are, once these plants from plants are gone, then we're not going to have any more because, uh, like I said, we're just trialing them to see. And, uh, sure, you're sucking I'm, us in. We're going to love the taste of these things. I know. And, and then there'll I'm, be, none, there'll be I, none left. I'm getting myself into a, a second rodeo tomato here. Maybe if it does, maybe if people really like it, we'll use it for a rodeo tomato next year. But uh, the uh, we've only, only grown a limited amount, and they're in four-inch containers. And the reason we put them in larger containers was because we realized... This year, especially, this is late in the season, so a lot of people have uh, most of their tomatoes already planted. So this would be kind of a tomato growing on the side sideline. And I went ahead, along with my tasty leaves over there, I went good. ahead and got some banana peppers, which all right, which I you know there's a lot of different sweet peppers over there, including the big. The big ones, but I like the banana peppers because they're going to production so fast and they're mm-hmm. constant. And I they're n- pretty. Yeah, and I never, I, I've had uh, erratic kind of luck with the big green peppers. You know, some. some oh fall, yeah. yeah. Some falls they do well, other times they don't. They're not the easiest to grow. Yeah. So for if you want a mild, chewy, tasty pepper for uh, your recipes and for salads and eating. Uh, green, uh, and this banana pepper is a, a good choice. And then also got eggplant. Uh, I don't think I'm rushing it too much, but uh, no, I don't think you. Yeah. Eggplant, uh, 
a lot of times you you can wait to plant it uh, about May 1st. Did you get that Japanese eggplant, the Ikebon? No, that's not my favorite. We like the the, the big, big uh, yeah. Well, the neat thing about that Black Beauty. Neat thing about that Ikebon is that it you only have to slice it about twice before it go down the garbage disposal. <sighs> This was the vegetable specialist. Uh, I we're just checking. <laughs> well, the, I, I'm just telling you, that's the easy oh, way to get Jerry, Jerry was trained back when the only vegetables were broccoli and tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> this is before onions. Some, some well, what oh, even broccoli? What even broccoli? Uh, in Tennessee, where we live, my parents and grandparents never grew broccoli uh-huh. in the garden. But now, for you move further north uh, from Tennessee. Broccoli was pretty summertime, yeah. Pretty, pretty popular. I was trying to. Uh, Judy's from South Africa, and she, she, uh, they use all the raw vegetables, you know, when they're mm-hmm. cooking. In Minnesota, everything we ate for years was out of a can, you know. Yeah. Green beans out of a can, peas out of a can, yeah, carrots out of a can. <laughs> Did you think they were actually grown in the can? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we know, yeah, we never questioned the. The store had them, and, so, and they taste good. Plenty of salt in there. <laughs> I mean, were they home canned, or, or you just bought them from the grocery store? Just bought them at the grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah in the old days they canned them, but that, that was yeah. a lot of work. All right, 308-8867 is our number. We need to take a break. So while we do, you give us a call, and you be a part of the show. Tell us about your can. At 308-88... I came out wrong. 308-88... That was Milton that's talking this way. 308-88-67. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from the very popular Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade. You have to brighten up sun. Begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Start celebrating Fiesta now at the Austin Highway Gun Show this weekend. Great prices on guns, knives, ammo, and more. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Free parking at the Austin Highway Gun Show. 1948 Austin Highway. Y'all come, you hear? Come to Furniture Now. Our prices are great. We don't play games with discounts. Everything is simply the lowest price every day. The salespeople are not on commission at Furniture Now, so you won't experience that awful salesperson pressure. 
If you are shopping for furniture, stop by Furniture Now. You'll be glad you did. Furniture Now is having a huge internet sale. Save hundreds of dollars. Check it out at MyFurnitureNow.com. MyFurnitureNow.com. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision. Because of that, you're making hard decisions on a very hard topic. But knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m., the answer. Hey, sorry we lost you, Oscar. My uh, instant messaging that I communicate with the station is uh, all messed up, so I couldn't hear. I didn't see that you were on the line. So you call us back when you get a chance. Robin, though, is on the line right now at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. I uh, have a question for you about my hibiscus. I have purchased several that are called rum runner a beautiful blossom and when i get them home they do okay for a while and then they get the leaves start turning yellow and spotted and they have less blooms and then the leaf drop what would be Uh, the problem it's a chinese hibiscus i assume with the shiny leaves on it yes Okay. Sort of shiny, yeah. And you put it in morning sun and afternoon shade. Well, uh, actually, they probably have more shade than they should have. Yeah, that that can be a problem. 
because they can get well, full, full sun. Ours are yeah, get full yeah. Sun. They uh, need full sun. Yeah, but well, that, that but can be a trouble with the yellow leaves. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, I, the, 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 do the blooms fall off, or or do the blooms just they they stay on? Yeah, they stay on and and fold up and then drop. Okay. Is is but, the water draining through? Yes. Okay. How, how often are you fertilizing it? I have done it once. No, let's see. Yeah, since uh, they were purchased. Um, okay. Okay. When they're when they're grown, when, when they're grown, they uh, they fertilize them every day with a well, weak solution of uh, water soluble fertilizer. Okay. So, so that's what you need to. Uh, I, w- I would go ahead and use uh, some Osmocote, the slow-release fertilizer around them. Okay. So it's Osmocote Plus, and then uh, every every other day, every other time that I watered, I'd use a, a full-strength water-soluble fertilizer like uh, Miracle My Grow, or Rapid Grow, or Peter's 2020 or has to grow or uh, any any of the water soluble fertilizer. You know, you put a tablespoon and a gallon of water, it turns yeah. the water blue. Yeah. And, and uh, every other time that you water, you could do it every time you water. My but, goodness. Uh, do do that because they're they're probably starving. My goodness. So. There's rarely a chance that I'm going to over over fertilize. No, there's no chance that you're going to over fertilize. Not, not if they're not if you're draining of those. Not if you're draining. Drain. Okay. Yeah. And I should let using... them dry out between waterings. Yes, ma'am. Okay. But but yeah, but get it good and wet when you do water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. It All right. Should... Well, thank you so All much because right. they they're a beautiful plant and you you sure enjoy those blooms. Yeah. Okay. See if you, see if you can find a little more sun for them too. Yes. All right. I'm going to put them in more sun. You betcha. Okay. Good thank luck. you so much. Ma'am, did you All have right. a question in the orange? Can can we ask it on the air? Will you be on the air with us? Okay. Come on up. Here you go. Here's the microphone. These guys will be able to. Oh well. Here then. I'm going to let Calvin help you while we talk. Calvin's here. Okay. I'm going to let Jerry help you. You pick who you'd like to help you. you uh. If you don't want to go on the air. Okay, you go. And then we're going to talk to Jane uh, at 308-8867. Hi, Jane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, Good. My well, problem is I have several uh, coneflowers in my garden, and they're the pink ones, and I've had them for years. And one cluster is blooming right now. Funny green flowers. They're pink cone flowers and the blooms are green and really strange bushy kind of flowers. Hmm. How about hmm. the others? The others are blooming normally? Well, they haven't started blooming. Uh, the other clumps that I have are not blooming yet, but this clump Normally, I mean, it looked normal. The buds were coming up on the stems, and then they opened, and they are green. And they don't have the long, slender, 
petals like the coneflowers uh, normally have. They are kind of bushy, round petals. I would have come out to Millburgers this afternoon, but I'm too far away. Can you can you send a photograph? Yeah, uh, I'm not real phone? good with my phone, but I can do that. Or I can. Does anybody? Do you all check in by chance at the AgriLife Extension Office ever? I could take some over there this next week. Or would well, a picture be? Well, no, that'll work fine if you take them over there. Just have David Rodriguez look at them. Look at them. Okay. Yeah. Have you see, ever? That's a, yeah, you know, that's I where his had, office is. Yeah. I had coneflowers years ago, maybe 10 years ago, and some of them that were pink turned up just like this with green flowers on them. Have you ever heard of that? Blooming green? No. But you, there are, we do see blooms that uh, come out kind of that bushy green. Um, sometimes it's, uh, sometimes a herbicide can affect it that way. Um, no, I don't spray uh, my gardens with anything other, that isn't, you know, organic yeah. or whatever. Well, In fact, yeah. the only thing I ever use is BT. When I have caterpillar problems, mm-hmm. uh, well, if I just... send you a picture, do I send it to this number three zero eight 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 sixty seven? Milton, can she send it to? What's that? Oh, you want to? You want to send it? If send I send it to... a, if I take a picture and send it. Are you going to try to catch? What? Yeah, let's do this. Send it to Milberger Radio. So it's M I L B E R G E R Radio. So it's two R's. Milberger. Okay. Uh, radio, okay. At yahoo.com. So Milberger Radio, two words together okay. at yahoo.com. And uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll check it in a few minutes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not real good right, with you, my computer. That's so. okay. okay. You take you take your time. We'll yeah, we'll get we'll, it. We'll look at it tomorrow, even if it yeah. takes that long. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Let's let's put the word out too, because uh, yeah. that's not an uncommon. Well, it's not common, but we see that in uh, other plants, Jerry. And I'm trying to think of. I can't think of what the cause they cause is, where you get a uh, other than her, sometimes herbicide is, but you get a uh, kind of a instead of the typical bloom, you get a. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's some variation. And anybody out there in the audience that has, uh, I'm sure some of you experienced that, and uh, if you remember what the cause is, give us. Give us what's a call. it on? It's, it's a... on coneflower. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it on coneflower before, but you can. I think I have. I've seen it on zinnias. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, I wonder if two, even even a in, insect. A situation could. Um, well, anyway, we'll uh, if we get uh, we get some input from our audience and we think about this a little bit, maybe we can figure figure out what the uh, options are, or what what would cause something like that. 
just a, I guess you could just get a genetic, a genetic uh, variation. Was this on all of our plants? Or just, just one plant. Just one plant among uh, yeah. the rest of them are normal. Yeah, and the rest of them are are not booming. Of course, they're just at their nor- they're at their normal stage at this time of year. This one looked like it was going to really take off and bloom, and then it came out with these green, bushy, malformed kind of flowers. I wonder if it's virus. That's, I bet it's virus. That's, that, you're right. That's that's the most common that we've seen, Yeah, virus, rather than the uh, insect. Because, you know, there's a green zinnia in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's in there. Oh, yeah. What, why anybody would grow that, I've never figured <laughs> out. But there, I mean, it's in every, in every catalog. That. that, that you're right. That, that's where we see that quite often. Is, yeah. Uh, some kind of a Especially virus. Especially when it's one out of a bunch of them. Yeah, and it's that garish. See, and then the genetics are messed. The virus messes right. up the genetics. Yeah, that that's good. See, he's he's on it. He's on his yeah, game. Yeah, good. All right, 308-8867. Even if he is old, he sometimes figures his stuff out. What is Calvin's obsession? <laughs> All right, 308-8867. He's getting ready to join me. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm weeks. still younger than him for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> 308-8867 or toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I didn't mention uh, a while ago when we were talking about the tasty Lee tomato, the good, supposed to be the good, best tasting tomato on the market. That I have a write-up on it in topics of the month under uh, tomato tasty Lee. It's the first listing on the front page of PlantAnswers.com, and it's now called Tomato Tasty Lee. You can also compare that write-up with the Rodeo Tomato for 2017 write-up, which is a couple of uh, listings below that. So you can read both about that. And then Calvin said, you're going, you're going to have an article about Tasty Lee? Well, I'm going to have an article about the vegetable garden. And I, oh, meant, good. And I mentioned you Tasty mentioned Lee, that? and I mentioned the, the comparison of the those tomatoes, oh, good. tomatoes that have been identified as good. excellent tasting. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. we got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We'll be back in a moment. And don't forget, you can come out to the nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road, and join us here and ask your gardening question in person and pick up your Milberger's Fiesta Metal. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, and welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you. You call us. You be a part of the show. Call us at 308-8867 or come by Millburger at 1604 on Bull Road. Again, that number, 308-8867. And Doris is on the line. Hey there, Doris. Welcome to the 1 o'clock hour. How are you doing today? Doing great. Hey, Good. I have a question about Dianthus. I had some nice dianthus for about two years. They came back after the winter cold, and 
they've started dying, just drying up and dying. And I have a lot of ants in that bed that I'm constantly treating. They may, they may be fire ants. I have fire ants. Uh, and I wondered if, if that could be the cause, the fire ants. Probably not. Uh, dianthus are, uh, quite often will be a biannual. They'll last two years. And then they uh-huh. de- decline. Um, so I would I would think it was uh, more of a just a natural history, uh, okay. the g- growth pattern that the dianthus follows. Okay. How did they do? Good. How did they do? How did they do with? Uh, uh, do you see a lot of butterflies on the dianthus? Not really. Huh. Did they make it through the no. freeze or? Huh. Okay. Yes, they did. Which I mean, most of them did. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, good. yeah. Um, we had we had a little debate about that whether they they were like the pansies and made it through or or if they got uh, taken out. But uh, yeah, I don't. The fire ants are probably not a factor. The only the thing they could do sometimes is that, if, like, especially in containers, they the aerate the soil and sometimes the water moves through real real fast and that can be an issue. But not the a plant like dianthus that has a really tight root like that should, okay. uh, shouldn't be affected. Okay. Um, and I had a beautiful is it Mexican flame vine? Oh yeah. Oh, and it it succumbed to the winter. But that was the best butterfly attractor I've ever seen. Yeah, they they rate rate pretty high. And they're special, especially desirable because they do most of their blooming in the, the fall, and uh-huh. so the, a lot of the lot of the uh, butterfly nectar collection shifts to them as, as uh, some of the other flowers decline in the fall. Oh. Uh, you'll just yeah you'll have to get a find some more plants and, and right and <laughs> looking for one yeah. I think that's that's, that's an underused plant. I really, I, I'm with you. I think it's beautiful, and uh, it, and is real attractive to the birds and hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the okay. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, thank you. Doris. You take Bye, care. Doris. Uh-huh. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 and toll free. Outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. Come on by Millburgers and check out the new Fiesta Texas medal from Millburgers. It's uh, on sale here at the nursery. And if you collect Fiesta medals, this is a beautiful one to have. It's just $7, and uh, actually the proceeds will benefit the Salvation Army. So you can get something for nice for yourself, and you can help someone out for $7 at Millburgers Nursery at the uh, for the two of their 2017 Fiesta medal. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Uh, Neil Perry got some, got some interesting questions in in this week's, uh, today's paper, uh, along with Calvin's article on Xenius. And somebody wanted to know if you could eat the plums of Mexican plum. Uh, Ever Johnny, a, a friend of ours and a horticulturist at Texas A&M, used to make the best jelly out of um, Mexican plum fruit that you ever put in your mouth. But uh, they 
they're they're not a plum for the table, as Neil points out. Uh, they mature late in the growing season, much later than improved varieties of table plums. But uh, and it's a pretty good landscape tree. And they're a lot of seed. Yeah. A lot yeah. of seed for a little fruit. There's a hummingbird back today. Hey, Virginia's on the line at 308. Look, look. There was also uh, a uh, giant there? swallowtail, look. too. 8867, 308, 8867. Hi there, Virginia. Welcome Hi. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Thanks. Y'all have a good show today. Thank uh, you. I'm, I was calling about the lady just called about the Mexican flame vine. What does that look like? I have some sort of vine, and it's called Mexican something, and I didn't catch the name of it. And it has bright orange-gold flowers. Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, that's it. And uh, arrow-shaped leaves. It's a vine. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it gets it kind of gets established in a corner someplace, and then just keeps coming back every year. And, and yeah, it freezes off and comes back, and it has surrogate leaves. Yeah, right. it looks to me. I mean, the color reminds me of uh, uh, poinciana of uh, Pride of Barbados. That same yeah, it's glow in the dark orange. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Mine doesn't per- bloom a whole lot. I don't know what the deal is. I don't it, know if it's because of the it shade. Bloom, it usually blooms in the fall. Yeah. How much? Oh. How much sun? How much sun is it getting? Uh, it just well, it's taking over my garden. <laughs> it doesn't seem to want to go in the sun. It just wants to hang out in the shade. But I mean, it's just everything. Well, it's, yeah, but uh, that I was looking. I, I, first one I saw was uh, at a nursery. I had John Fanick riding with me, and he was saying, "Well, I said, good Lord, what is that? Because it's so strikingly uh, gaudy, yeah. which I, what I like." But uh, he said, well, the problem with it is it only blooms in, in the fall. It does most of its blooming in the fall. It's not. What size flowers does y'all's have? It's it's smaller, mine, isn't it? Mine, are, mine were uh, larger than silver dollar size. Really? Oh. Yeah. Mine, mine's about an inch. That's it. Huh. So, well, I guess I'm, I should be grateful. <laughs> Maybe this isn't the right spot for it. I don't know. It's like a daisy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's real pretty. Uh, I've been trying to find, you know, I had the cat that got beat up by the bird, and I'm still trying to find the name of that bird, A-M-I or A-N-I. Annie. Uh, do you remember? Yeah. An Annie, A N I. A N I. Well, I saw another one the other day. Uh, it had it looked just like that, but it had a white neck, and the one that was over here was solid black. So I don't know. And then I saw one on TV that had red on it. So I don't know if they come in different colors or what the deal is. Well, there's there's at least two uh, species. Oh really? Are, yeah, and I I don't know what their exact range is. Uh-huh. If you go down, if you go down towards the valley, then you, mm-hmm. you can find both both species. Um, but they're yeah, they're kind of an interesting. They're bold and well, as you well know, you've you've seen them operate around your. Landscape. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I I I don't know. They look something like seagulls, but they have such a long beak on it. So I don't know if they're related to seagulls or what they are. They don't have webbed feet, as far as I know. I'm... No, neither. Yeah, they're not related to seagulls. 
Okay. I never well, thought I'll of let... them in terms of seagulls. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Get your but, camera uh, ready, and the next time you see yeah, them, yeah, that'll a help. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, bye-bye. bye-bye. Thank you for calling. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Look up, Milton, when you get a chance, will you look up Annie and see and we'll look, see if it looks anything like a seagull? Okay. <laughs> How did you spell it again? I, I just spelled it A-N-I. Okay. I that's all you Okay, I'll look it up. A bird. Called Anna. Anna. Okay. Um, several people are wondering after the. <laughs> it's interesting. We've had such a mild. In fact, Steve Brown was talking about uh, that had y'all planted tomatoes early, you'd have been all right this year, you know. But people talk about what a cold winter we've had. We only had one, one section. It was cold. It was seriously cold that time. But, uh, you know, as far as an early spring, we've had an early spring as far as tomatoes and well, everything and our, is concerned. And our experience with our peach trees really tells us we didn't have much cool weather uh-uh. because the, the only, and I think other people have had the same experience, the only, the only, the Florida King is the only peach tree in my landscape that got enough cold to bloom and have fruit and the rest of them june gold rio grande um that's hard to believe and Techstar are just bare just starting to put out some little leaf, oh, leaves Lord. now yeah. yeah definitely confused their chemistry is really messed up but those are yeah those are low chill they of are too. considered low chill anyway so so anyway uh let's see next next Saturday, next Sunday is Easter, right? Oh, yeah. So that means next Friday is Good Friday. Correct. And for all you old-timers or all you folks that remember how your grandmothers and grandparents used to plant, what no. day did they plant everything? Good Friday. Good Friday? Good Friday. Okay. I don't know that. You may be making that up or maybe no, in Tennessee someplace. That's an old Tennessee deal, yeah. and, and here country deal especially. But uh, that that uh, you always plan on Good Friday. Hmm. And, of course, Good Friday moves around, right? Right. And so some, some years it's, it's really early and kind of makes you wonder, but uh, they were adamant about planning on Good Friday. So, so it's uh, tied in with the vernal equinox. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people are oh. asking me, have we had our last frost or freeze? Oh, sorry. And like I tell them, we, we've had our, we, we probably had our last frost or freeze. Steve Brown planted his tomatoes, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, a while back. Yeah. I guess. Well, I guess he figures that he's. Uh, that we've seen the last freeze. He didn't cover. He didn't put the the cloth on there or anything. I still say the best thing to do at this time of the year, where it's an iffy situation, is to go ahead and plant your tomatoes and and to protect them from the wind as well as the cold, and cut and uh, put a, put that uh, grow grow cloth around the uh, around the cage 
to give them some uh, wind protection, cold protection, insect protection. And Jerry also names his his tomatoes That's and right. uh, sings to them every night. Oh, exactly. 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 Got to be nice to them. All right, 308-8867. When you threw, I'm they sorry. They started staring at me. Man. I know. They could get creepy. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, so you had mentioned the weather earlier in the show, and uh, Roy is ready to tell us what's going on with the weather this week. Roy's uh, going to tell me we're going to have rain Monday and Tuesday. All right, you think so? That's going to break my heart because we're supposed to plant our tomato varieties on Tuesday. Oh, don't break his heart, Roy. Tomatoes. Let's see what Roy's got for you. Hey, hey there, Roy. Hey, guys. How are you? Okay. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Nice day today. Yeah. Yeah, right now we're at about 83 degrees, partly cloudy skies, so nice day. It'll be a little breeze. It'll stay that way pretty much through for the duration of the day. Tomorrow, high of 84, low of 64 degrees, partly cloudy skies, so pretty much a continuation of uh, what we had today. And then uh, Jerry's going to take a bit of a turn on Monday. Uh, <laughs> I told you, I told you it's gonna break my heart. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Monday we have a high of 80 degrees, low of 71, uh, with the 50 percent chance of some scattered uh, storms throughout the day, and actually that increases to 60 percent um, in the evening on Monday, leading into Tuesday. And Tuesday, high of 81 degrees, low of 65, with a 60 percent chance of some storms throughout the day on Tuesday. Wednesday high. You're killing, of, you're killing me. Yeah, I know. I know. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it up though. At the end of the week, <laughs> Wednesday high of 82 degrees, low of 63, with 20 percent chance of some isolated showers early in the day on Wednesday, and then Thursday, voila, high of 82 degrees, low of 63, sunny and clear skies on Thursday. And Friday to round out the work week, high of 82, low of 62 with uh, partly cloudy skies. So right there kind of to start the, the week, Monday be, and Tuesday. The field will be wet from the field will be wet from Tuesday, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. It's not Roy's fault. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good, uh, good Friday. Uh, the home gardens will be fine for Friday. Uh, oh, yeah. It would be yeah. perfect for home gardens. For all your planting on Good Friday. There you go. I'll have to be with, mud, with all, with all mud, your old timers. Mud out there in the rain and everything else on Tuesday. Yeah. It's no good. I'm sorry. Roy Roy can't control that. He just tells the story as it is. There you go. He, he can't control oh. that? Yeah. <laughs> He's just the bearer. I of thought all those weather people could control the, <laughs> No, the not Roy. No, they don't. Okay. Good. Thanks, Roy. No problem, guys. Thank you. Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call at 308. 8867 and toll free 866-308-8867 more in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade, you have to brighten up sun, begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Land 
Montana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $4.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display just $14.88. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Come to Furniture Now. Our prices are great. We don't play games with discounts. Everything is simply the lowest price every day. The salespeople are not on commission at Furniture Now, so you won't experience that awful salesperson pressure. If you are shopping for furniture, stop by Furniture Now. You'll be glad you did. Furniture Now is having a huge internet sale. Save hundreds of dollars. Check it out at MyFurnitureNow.com. MyFurnitureNow.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service award 10 years in a row i'm sorry but i'm bob jenkins of bob jenkins pest and lawn services when you call me bob jenkins we'll find and fix the problem you're having if it's rodents insects stinging bugs or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life call bob jenkins pest and lawn services today and get 20 dollars off your initial pest control service and ask about the mosquito treatment special 210-979-PEST jenkinspest.com i'm bob jenkins and i approve of this message Whoa, Bill, why are you wearing an apron? Nick, it's time for Genie Lamp Spring Cleaning. Not today, Bill. We've got bathroom wishes to grant because for a limited time, anyone can purchase a new Genie bath system, walk-in shower, and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. That's a $1,500 value. Or free. At Genie Bath Systems, we convert your old embarrassing bathtub into a luxurious walk-in shower. With all the latest colors and patterns. And a Genie Bath walk-in shower costs 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. No more hiding your old outdated tub behind a shower curtain. Let your new beautiful walk-in shower with a frameless glass door bring a fresh new look to your bathroom. For a limited time, purchase a new walk-in shower and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. See for yourself. Visit Genie Bath System showroom just off of Broadway and Freedom Drive or visit GenieBathSystems.com. Nick, I still need your help cleaning the Genie lamp. I can't. I wish I could. <laughs> Allergies. Genie Bath Systems, 739-1372. That's 739-1372. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 308-8867. Robin's giving us a call back. Hey, Robin, welcome back to the show. What's going on? Uh, I have some information on the Annie bird. Oh, good. It's, what you know? It's Yeah, it's normally not this far north. It's more along the Rio Grande. 
It's a proved build, medium-sized blackbird, iridescent blue with green overtones, a very long tail. The bill is huge with an arched ridge and narrow grooves. Texas are alike. So, so is that what you're saying? Uh, is that what you're uh, saying? I'm seeing this on iBird Pro, the program for the iPad. I know, oh, but okay. is, that, is that the bird that you're looking at, or the bird that you yeah. have in your yard? No, I don't have it. I'm I'm just calling because so the lady. another was, listener. Oh. Yeah, the other lady had called about it. The Annie bird. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's called yeah, they're they, too kind. They, they do. They they do occasionally. Uh, people will see occasionally individuals yeah. as far north as here. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, there's uh, another yeah. one. This is a groove build. Annie bird, and then there's another one that's just um, um, common in the Caribbean islands. So, now, not, ne- different not, none of them show any red, you didn't, or any other color. No, no, no red on it at all. She's not getting it confused with the red-winged blackbird because it had some of those in the yard. Right, right. Could be. So but, I thought about yeah, that when she said that. Okay. It's quite a, it's yeah, quite I, a different kind of different. It's larger than a red-winged yes. blackbird, and it's quite. Yes. It moves quite different, but. Uh, yeah. If you saw it, was, saw it in a group, you could you could mistake it. Sounds yeah, good. Thank you very much for the information, yeah. Robin. Yeah, but I, I'm learning too, so it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Robin. Bye-bye. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. I'm seeing a lot of, and on the way over here, I saw two trailerfuls of turf. Yeah, I saw. And, and there's they're moving a lot of turf back back here in, in, in Millburgers. So I guess everybody's trying to get their get some sod planted before uh, before the rains come in, which would be a good idea. And before the weather gets hot. <clears throat> yeah, before the it gets established, before the weather gets hot. And uh, so uh, it looks like a lot of people trying to cover up their bare spots. And go to. And we had a one lady guy come in here, and he wanted to put topsoil down before he put his turf down yeah which is which is fine yeah he uh, was talking about it by bags that yeah that depends on you know usually usually it's a little easier to get a truckload and just spread it because you're you know you want to be nice to incorporate a couple inches in there and where could they get a truckload method? They could go and call quality organic products. There you go. Over there on uh, Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside of 1604. Hey, uh, Ray's on the line at 308 8867. Hey, Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi there. I'm doing okay. I hope you all are doing good. Yeah, I've got doing our, fine. Um, Good. I've got a question. Um, I've been calling everybody every other week. I've got uh, and, and Jerry and, and uh, has, has been pretty much answering my questions uh, about cucumbers. Right. I've been growing them in containers. Yeah. So they're they're doing good. Um, they're, I've got quite a few. I mean, little tiny ones are anywhere from a quarter of an inch to a half an inch, and I've 
harvested probably six so far. So they're just All now right. starting to come in. Yeah. Good. Um, they got good blooms. I'm, I'm using organic fertilizer with them. Here, here's my question, though. Even though I have small cucumbers, very, I'm talking about very small. I'm talking about quarter of an inch to maybe half an inch at, at the most. Up towards the very tops of these vines, which are growing in, in the uh, cages, what I've noticed is is that when they got halfway up the cages, I had lots of bee activity, which was probably about two weeks ago, three weeks that's ago good. or so. That's and, good. And, I mean, they were there all the time. Yeah, that's good. I had them there in the morning. They were there in the hot afternoon. They were there in the evening. I mean, I just kind of had to shoo them away just to give my plants <laughs> some water. Now, all of a sudden, for about the last week, they're gone. I'm not seeing a bee, not one. I mean, I'm seeing other insects that are moving around, like ants and other kinds of bees, not honeybees, but other kinds of bees or wasps. I'm not sure what the, what they would fall, what category they would fall under. So, you know, kind of what I'm thinking, I, I don't know what you think about this, but I'm thinking it may be something to do with the fact that things have started to bloom, especially wildflowers. Right. And You're right, right, right and on the money. Okay. They, 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 that, they uh, bees work. In other words, they just don't randomly go out and, and work a flower cultivar. They, 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 they have uh, scout bees. And they like and, some things better than other things. Yeah, and they like some things yeah. that got more nectar. And uh and so they'll they'll uh, uh a whole hive will start working one particular flower. And so uh-huh. I, I just think uh they've they've gone to uh, like you say the wildflowers or something like that. And uh, where they can get a little more nectar and probably closer to the hive or closer to the closer to their hive. Right. So, uh, so but uh, they'll so they'll you, be back. I mean, that, that's what I was going to ask you. You think they'll be back because they oh, were yeah. just so busy, man. I mean, they were on every single bloom, just moving around yeah, all day yeah. long. And that's good for so pollination, I, of course. But uh, right. the other, the other you, you got to remember that bees are not the only thing that pollinate. Yeah. That's what he said. Right. He's got lots of other things. I was, I yeah, was noticing that the uh, the bees. Uh, Jerry mentioned the wildflowers, uh, the uh, uh, blue curl or phacelia in my yard is blooming up a storm of blue yeah. blue flower, and that seems to be the the favorite blue plant uh, bee plant right now. Mm-hmm. They're just covering it, and then uh, I expect that they'll shift to. Uh, zinnias and a shift to milkweed and yeah later. So I, I would think that as the weather gets hotter, maybe the bees will start to return or. or oh yeah, the get? the uh, the wildflowers will uh, begin to decline. Die out, yeah. I hope hope John Thomas doesn't hear this, but uh, they they're like they're like all our winter weeds. You're a break uh, t- John's uh, heart. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, they uh, they they bloom for a short period of time and then they then they go to seed. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. uh, but uh, they they the bees will come back. But I, like you say, you've got other pollinating insects. Now, have you noticed yeah, a decrease in set? In other words, you said you've got some 
small cucumbers, but uh, are they right. so far they're all up and down the vine, equally distributed? Pretty much, uh, but I would think that since there isn't as much bee activity, that probably I don't have as much set as I would have had. Um, I mean, you know, every well, once yeah, in a while there. You you were you put, you're thinking about this too hard, guy. <laughs> You've got to relax and let nature do it. Nature do its course. Nature okay, I just want to make sure nature didn't abandon me. I, that was the only thing. <laughs> well, what what is your option? Well, the huh? What is your option if nature abandons you? Some far, some oh. farmers would move. Yeah, Walmart, hives I guess, into... go buy some picnic uh, cucumbers. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to start self-pollinating. Them. Yeah, or getting your own hive beehives. You know, a lot a lot of people uh, with a lot of time on their hands will go out and hand pollinate the uh, hand pollinate the uh, uh, the vine crops. Mm-hmm. And you do that before 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, when the pollen usually uh, is is the best between uh, eight and ten, or earlier than that and ten. Well, I also so, have this. So uh, you can I, I you there... can if you're worried about this. You can well, go out and you know the male flower doesn't have the little fruit attached. Right. And so you can get a male flower and and rub it into the uh, and hand pollinate the. Uh, the one, the female flowers, the one with okay, the little so, fruit attached. So, if a female flower has, let's say, a quarter-inch little cucumber on it, does does that mean that it's been pollinated, or does that no. mean that it could still need to be pollinated? It still needs to be pollinated. Uh, okay. Okay. The flower opens on that little cucumber. Uh, little, it's it's over. It's a. Uh, and I got a I'm lot of those. Of, I'm I'm thinking, yeah. And, so, uh, so it could be that the bee activity is going to affect me right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things you won't know until you're later down the road. Yeah. I've also bought this hormone spray from Millburgers. Um, I haven't used any of it, but I understand you, you just spray that on each bloom, and, and that's supposed to, like, pollinate right. the thing. I'm not yeah, sure. well, it, it causes the fruit to set. And uh, the fruit that's used uh, that uh, on that blossom set, they, they used to call it blossom set. Blossom set, yeah. Uh, but uh, so, so e- they're, they'll so be even, seedless. So they'll be seedless. They'll have less seed. They'll have less that, seeds if you that, that cucumber that you're growing is, is practically seedless anyway. Right, it's a pickling, yeah. So, so are you saying that... Okay, so like if the blooms have already closed and sort of dried up, uh, they're right. not fully open. But there's a little cucumber behind it. I'm talking about quarter of an inch or less. Okay. But if that bloom, if, if that bloom has already looked like it's extinct now, okay, is that something, it, it, is that it, it something fall, that it falls off? It, it's been pollinated. It's been pollinated. If it hadn't been pollinated, the little fruit will turn yellow and fall off. Gotcha. Okay, I've seen some of those, not on these vines, but I've seen some of those in the past. Okay, and I have not seen any of those so far. So evidently something's going on right. It's the ants or or, or whatever. I've even got a spider web growing in between the cages that I'm just letting go because, you know, you never know, it may catch some bad insects. I I think I caught a thrip the other day. Have you ever done that? Never, ever caught a thrip? No, I I, I missed that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
My, my yeah, eyes have gotten so bad, I wouldn't know if I caught one or not. That's that's one of Matt Milton's favorite insects. So if you want to bring some over, to... no, it's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Thank good you, luck to you. You too. You're okay. All right, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton B. Glick, and uh, we're uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 at Bull Verde Road, and we'd love to have you uh, come out and be a part of the show. And uh, Or you can call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. We haven't mentioned the uh, blue plumbago. That's another good shade plant and a good butterfly plant, and they're in bloom there's some really nice plants over there in one gallon containers right right beyond the uh, all the different lantanas here so all right 308-8867 hey real quick before we go to break i want to tell you if you're heading on over to millburgers and you're an organic gardener like for instance that one woman was uh take a look at the nature's creation line of uh, organic products here at millburgers you'll find fertilizers you'll find herbicides you'll find insecticides fungicides soil amendments and the idea is these are or um, what they create them in with the idea of being kid pet and planet safe a nature's guide or nature's creation rather is a texas company that has combined the latest in organic research with traditional materials to offer environmentally responsible consumer solutions for all your lawn and garden needs. Uh, one of the things that you might find is uh, Nature's Creation Root Stimulator, which is an all-natural biostimulant with seaweed, which stimulates root development by supplying natural plant growth hormones. Um, so the, you can use that when you plant. Look for Nature's Creation products here at Millburgers, where you'll find uh, the company line of Nature's Creation. It's environmentally friendly products, kid, pet, and planet friendly. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening yeah. to Millburgers Gardening. Did you want Trace? Did you want to come on the set? Right. Yeah, you, we got a second. Tell us. I think I had time while you were talking. You're okay. All right. I always talk like that. Plant of the weekend. It is a new bottle brush that gets four to six feet tall, and instead of being red, it's a neon pinkish purple. It's really okay. cool. So if, if you need uh, need a bottle brush and it can't stay as short as, like, Little John or become a tree, this is a, a new alternative and kind of pretty. Yeah, uh, very pretty. Definitely striking from a distance. Uh, 39.99, five-gallon can, and I believe there's about a dozen left. Oh, my goodness. Wow, since we talked earlier. Yes. Okay, this is popular. If you want one, I'm going to suggest you call that, the nursery at 497 3760. Grow best in morning sun and uh, mulch, mulch them for sure. Yeah, yeah, so at 12 o'clock when Trace came on, we had about 30. We now have about a dozen. So if you want one and you can't pick it up now, they're they're selling. So call the nursery at 497-3760 and say, put one aside for me. I'll pick it up on Monday, and it's 39 39.99. Okay, cool. Thanks, Trace. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, our number 308-8867. More in a moment on The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Right now, Millburgers has great savings on some of your springtime favorites. Your favorites that will allow you to create a garden that will be the envy of the neighborhood. Ready for this? This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias in the four-inch pot, now just 88 cents each. You have to brighten up shade. You have to brighten up sun. Begonias can do both, and you'll find them on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. Lantana is on sale. This beautiful Texas superstar is loved by hummingbirds and butterflies. It's loved by homeowners, especially those that have deer, because the deer don't like it, and it's drought-resistant. It's on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on begonias in the 12-inch pot ready to display, just fourteen eighty-eight. You'll save on geraniums. Herbs are on sale for just $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on these and more in Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Hugh Hewitt explains why some don't want to defeat ISIS. The Obama people in exile are now saying, uh, oh, we don't want to win the war. <laughs> comes down to that. Don't win the war. You're, I'm afraid they're going to win the war. Imagine what happens when we win the war. And ISIS is destroyed on Trump's watch, and President Obama couldn't do it. He called them the JVs, and they took over a country, and what it's going to look like on Team Obama, the red line people. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. World leaders have rallied around the U.S. after launched a missile strike at a Syrian airbase in response to this week's chemical attack. Stimulating talk. How bad is it in Chicago? A local activist has suggested bulletproof vests for the children. Are you kidding me? The answer. Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9 30 a.m. The answer. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years' experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at Heart of Texas. Realty.com. That's John Thurman, part of TexasRealty.com. Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's 866-308-8867. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, I'm Milton B. Glick, and uh, we got Ronnie on the line at 308. What? What is this B business? What you mean? Milton B. Glick? Yeah, Milton B. Glick. Where did you, you just started that, Milton? Yeah. Why? I just... What, you, what are you really asking? I just wonder. Wondering what? 
why you just started that? No, I'm not just a, a, after 20 years. A new middle just, name. I'm 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 taking up. Oh, okay. 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 I'm it sounds set. more. It sounds more authoritative. Does it sound more authoritative? Yeah. Okay. Now it's an old joke. You're supposed to ask me what the B stands for. Oh. You're not going to ask me, are no. you? No. Okay, I'll wait for Calvin to ask me. <laughs> I, the thought crossed my mind, and then I said, "Yeah, I'm not going to give him that sign. I was thinking about it when Ray was calling and asking about all the bees. Oh, I, I thought of a, yeah. an old old comic, and that's the joke, that he, that his name was something bee something. And they said, what's the bee for? No, what does the bee stand for? What does the bee stand for? And he said, Lady Bees and the Bee National Anthem. Oh. Ronnie is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Ronnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm glad. Um, I got a peach tree, and it's about 10 years old. And last year, I didn't have any peaches. And then this year, it didn't bloom at all. It's got a few little green leaves around on it. Uh, not for any. What do you think the problem is? Well, the problem this year is a uh, uh, lack of cold weather, or lack of uh, continuous cold uh, cold weather below 45 degrees. But do you know what variety it is? No, I don't remember. Okay. That, just remember, you know, we got some really good fruit, real tasty fruit for several years off of it. Yeah, and then we we did have 17 degree weather this year. I thought that might help, but yeah, that that's why I said continuous cold, uh, uh-huh. below 45 degrees. Well, uh, Kevin and I were talking earlier that the uh, that we that people think we've had a cold winter. We've had some cold days in this winter, but overall it's been a mild winter. And so the uh, what we call the uh, high chill peaches didn't get enough cold temperatures, and that, that, that's 45 degrees uh, temp, below 45 degree temperature to uh, satisfy the cold requirement of the uh, of the of the peaches, and 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 that's why they're they did that's why they didn't bloom, and why they have sparse leaves. Uh, no. You you'll be lucky if it lives through it. Now the pe the peaches when you had good good peaches, were they free stones? In other words, were, did the pit come out easy? Do you I remember? remember. <laughs> um, the pit come out easy on our peach tree, our peaches. Yeah. Yeah, it was a free stone, and they're they're high chillers. So uh, uh-huh. there's nothing, nothing you could have done about it. It's just the weather. And oh, okay. uh, we hope we hope that these high chillers will, will live through it. Uh, it. It can weaken the tree, especially if they do it several years in a row. Yeah, a lot of them are, have not had leaves for like like two months now when they could have had leaves. And oh, that. yeah. So they're well, missing out on mine. all that production. And the leaves are sparse when they do come out. Now, did it have leaves last year? Yeah, it did have leaves last year. It didn't have no blooms, but it had okay. leaves. Okay. This year don't even have leaves hardly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's low chill. 
I imagine there's a lot of people with that situation, Calvin, around town. Oh, I think you so. Need, you need to put that in your article or something. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I, well, I, I could have taken some pictures up in the hill country uh, for us to use in the newspaper. It surprises newspaper. me we haven't had as more calls on uh, the no leaves. Maybe we've talked about it enough that people have, have heard it. Yeah, the, why yeah. why aren't they blooming and uh, some are blooming and some aren't blooming. Yeah. So Usually when they have low chill, they don't bloom that much, do they? Oh, okay. And the leaves, leaves are very slow to come out. Yeah, they might. Like I said, uh, mine are just. I'm just starting to see some green leaf. The buds breaking. Yeah, yeah. And like, and this is real late. Yeah. For that. Prime leaf time for two months already. So. Okay, I'm sorry. You're not the only one in that in that boat. If if that gives you any comfort. Uh, also, I have an orange tree, or like a tangerine, I guess, and it kind of flows back. It's got yeah. some of the limbs got leaves on it, and some of them don't. Yeah, uh, uh, you say you, it, it was what? What kind? Of, an orange tree? It's kind of like an orange tree, or it's more like a What's mandarin. Sand, satsuma, probably. Satsuma, yeah. Okay, and easy, my, my easy to peel. Is it an old tree? I mean, I mean, has it been there two years, several years? I'd say it's about three to four years old. Okay. And, and did, did, did just the, some of the leaves fell off? Out of the leaves thinned out, right? Oh yeah, that when it froze, they all fell off. And but now. Oh, that, okay, okay. And then some so of them, some of them are starting to sprout now, yeah. and some some of the stems are bare. Yeah. That, I think that's typical too of what's happening around landscapes. That was that one one week of cold, really yeah. cold weather that we had. Lemons, lemons and grapefruits went through that too. What you want to do is just uh, wait to wait till they finish sprouting out or begin to sprout out, and then you can cut remove that dead wood above from above that point that they sprout out. Okay. Okay, yeah. Was, uh, those, those dead stems are not going to re-sprout. Right. Yeah, I was going to go out there and cut some of that off, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, but but wait till they sprout, because you you need to know how far down they fr- they froze. And you okay. don't know the you don't know the variety of the thing. Um, I'm not positive on that one either. Okay. <laughs> Just a little orange tree. It's had a lot of yeah. oranges a couple of years ago. Uh, was the, the oranges easy to peel? Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. It has like skin. Yeah, the skin was like easy to peel off, like a mandarin. Yeah. So yeah. it won. It won an orange. It won a navel orange or something like that. Yeah, I think it is a mandarin. Okay. Good. Okay, it'd be interesting to know what that what that tree. Where you live here in San Antonio or north side? Uh, yeah, I live, I live on Oak Creek at Interstate Ten. Oh, okay. Uh, we've got some, we've got some uh, new mandarins that uh, one called Orange Frost and one called uh, Arctic Frost that uh, they, they didn't even burn the foliage on it. Uh, that cold temperature didn't even burn the foliage on them, so they're a little more cold hardy. 
but uh, if it, if it's if it's sprouting back uh, on the major limbs, uh, you'll be okay. I don't know if you had any fruit this year, but uh, uh, you won't lose the tree. You won't lose the tree. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, sir. All right, Glenn is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Glenn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, got a question about uh, the satsumas. I've planted uh, two of the uh, Arctic frost and two orange frost uh, last year. And... Uh, the freeze pretty well got them there. Uh, they're showing no signs of life. Except really? For one, where, do you, except, where do you live? Uh, I live uh, south of I-10 uh, at Wimmer. Oh, okay. You're you're pretty warm down there. And uh, we got 21 degrees. And, yeah. Uh, those those. My, should have taken that. Yeah, and uh, they're planted on the uh, planted on the, on the south side of a building. Oh, close, that's good. And, but it, but it's an unheated building. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, but that, that still keeps them out of the wind and keeps them all that. Keeps them a so, little bit warmer. So, uh, I say they're not. I don't think they're definitely not going to be coming out on any of the uh, branches or. Stems, but uh, coming out from the ground, is there still a chance for that, or should I just go ahead and replace them? No, there's a good chance that they'll come out from the ground. Now, they've that freeze defoliated them? All the leaves Com- turned brown uh, and com- fell off? Completely, yes. Wow. And I've and got he, two... And he hasn't seen uh, any regrowth yet. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And I've got two kumquats that's... Uh, on the side of uh, uh, my house, on the west side, and then all it did to those was, uh, well, uh, probably about 25% of the leaves. Yeah. Uh, fell off, but they're looking looking great. Hmm. So. Well, if they, if they, I think these, uh, these, uh, I'm well, I'm practically sure that the. Uh, the uh, orange frost and uh, the Arctic frost are grown on their own rootstock, own root system. So if mm-hmm. they sprout, reach sprout from the ground, and I'd I'd give them a while to to do. In other words, give them till late May. Okay. To to see if they sprout from the ground. But if they sprout from the ground, they'll be. They'll be true to true to type. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, not, they're, good. they're not they're not a grafted tree. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, I also that's, got a comment about disappointing that they lost their foliage down there. Right. Uh, I've got a comment too about the uh, lady with the bird. Oh, um, what's what's that? Annie. I think it's a, a comorant. Um, Calvin's thinking. He's our bird guy. Um, she uh, she didn't say that it was uh, 
This is the one close that's close to water or anything. This is the one that's a right. cat. Yeah. Right, so, but uh, I know it's, uh, I think it was lost, but it, uh, if I remember correctly, the, sometime back when she called, she was talking about the hooked beak. Yeah. And then I looked it up, and uh, an adult breeding male or adult will have red and white on its uh, around its head. Oh. Huh. Well, I guess it could um, be. That, that, would that look like a seagull? Yeah, they well, they'd uh, around the water yes, and everything. Yeah, it's about the size. It's about oh, okay. the size. Didn't, didn't okay. she say it? Uh, uh, my memory's not that good. Uh, it's been some, quite some time, but didn't she say it attacked her cat? Yeah, that's, that's what she's thinking. She didn't. I don't know that she saw. I don't think it. she saw it, do. But she said that yeah, that mm. she thought it had. Mm-hmm. Would that so? Does that help you in, in your sleuthing here? Does the fact that if it did attack the cat, it's still the the cormorant? Is that? Well, I don't know if counting cormorants, dude, they're they're big enough and they've got sharp beaks. Um, but right. And and Annie, I mean Annie's pretty aggressive too. They they'll. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine it killing a cat for, to, to, to eat, but it will, you know, they'll defend, they'll defend their food source and defend nest. And so, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting theory. That uh, based on some of the things she said, that does sound pretty logical. All right, thanks, Glenn. Okay, welcome. Thank you. you take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Milton B. Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, uh, you're uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Verde Road, a few minutes left of the show. Uh, how are we doing on the, uh, is the tour? What time was the tour over? Three o'clock. Oh. I don't know. I don't think okay. we need to mention that. Okay. Again. All right, 308-8867. Because we'll have people showing up after 3, and that, yeah, that be disappointing. irritates the volunteers. Okay. Uh, we were talking about cutback, and uh, Neil, Neil Sperry mentions uh, cutting back uh, oleanders, pomegranates, and figs that were killed by the winter cold can be cut to the ground and encouraged to regrow. Now our figs didn't didn't take a hit. I, I think he's talking North Texas. Yeah, because I yeah, well, I'll have to have a talk with my 14 foot pomegranates <laughs> out there. I don't they, think they, all over the neighborhood blowing up it. a storm. Yeah. Oh, they really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw one the, the other day. I was driving around and and it was full bloom. I yeah. mean, that, that thing was right solid full bloom. Well, what amazes me about them is that they bloom for about six, seven weeks. Yeah, the blooms last yeah. for a long, yeah. long period of time. Too. And that bright orange. Some of some of the some of the blooms can be bigger and more spectacular than others, but every one of them has got good color and yeah. lots of blooms. We always talk about uh, growing it for the fruit, but I I I think that. The the larger plants seem to bloom good enough to stand on their own just for just for a blooming plant. Yeah, and they make a good tall screen too if it's in full sun. Yeah, you said the deer are not eating them. Not that in much? my neighborhood, they don't eat them. 
because uh, you, you can tell because they're naturalized everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they're they're growing in shady, especially under deciduous trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they, I don't think you, I I don't get any fruit from those that are under deciduous trees, but they bloom. Yeah. They bloom up a storm, and they're 12, 13 feet tall, and uh, good-looking shrubs. So. But they are evergreen. I mean, they are uh, deciduous. So. Hey, we got just about a minute left. I want to uh, tell you that all the information on all the upcoming activities that are happening here at Millburgers can be found on our website, which is millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And uh, you can find out more about the uh, Fiesta Medal. Uh, if you like, uh, there as well. You can find about the upcoming events they're going to have here at the nursery, which includes the blood drive or the children's uh, gardening class, which is going to be on bats. Uh, by the way, on that one, too, that's coming up uh, at the, I think it's the last uh, Saturday of the month. Uh, call 497-3760 to uh, register for that. Uh, four nine seven three seven six. So they make sure they have enough bats yep. for you to hand out. Exactly. It's it's absolutely free, but they do ask that you RSVP because they do. So they still put that string on their little feet. Uh, you'll have to come and find your back at bad home. See you tomorrow on the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.